Welcome to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. I keep forgetting that my podcast partner is Canadian. I think sometimes his Canadian origin gets eclipsed by his powerful Greek heritage. But make no mistake about it, our man Nick was born in Canada and remains a Canadian citizen to this day. Listen in and learn what a fun and useful thing it can be to be a Canadian during difficult times in America. And also, how challenging it could be for a Canadian to talk politics in a land where they have no legitimate say in who gets elected. It's an odd spot to occupy for sure, but there's nobody better suited for that oddness than my buddy Nick. So check it out. You don't vote in that election. I don't vote in any elections because I'm a Canadian citizen. I forget this. Yeah. I mean, I don't forget that you're a Canadian, but I don't. I, for some reason, I think that you're a dual citizen, so you yeah. have the power to vote. But okay, so can I ask you this? How, how does that feel? To not be able to even impact it with a vote, it feels it, it does feel weird. Um, it does feel like I'm holding on to it because I, as a kid, I needed things to make myself unique mm-hmm. because I never felt really unique. I always felt like an outsider. I always felt like a like I remember walking around with a limp one year, so <laughs> that I could say, and I still kind of do sometimes. Like my swaggle walk is involves this limp that I cultivated when I was like 12, 13 years old. That's something. So that I could seem like, I, I think I wanted to say that it was some sort of like, uh, I was playing football with some friends and I got injured. And my, you know, at the time, of course, 12, 13, your parents are against you. So my parents didn't want to take me to the hospital for x-rays. <laughs> so I just kind of got over it. But now I have this limp. So it was like this attention getting wow. thing. Like it, I'm a victim, but I'm did it also work? Did you, I mean, did you get what you were Who looking for? Who was going to pay attention to me? <laughs> Who was paying attention? The to limper. Me? Let's, yeah. let's go talk to the limper. I Why feel bad for him. Oh. That is something, though. That's an interesting. I've never heard of anybody using that technique to get attention. But oh, really? But I could see it. It's like a, a Munchausen by proxy on yeah, yourself. On myself. Yeah. <laughs> I am baroning myself. I am barren, for sure. My sister Jane. Uh, it has a knack for, I have a reason for for jumping to my sister Jane. Um, she has a knack for finding sick animals and then spending a ridiculous amount of money to cure help them, them or help them make them feel better. Like, I, you know, it's like she, when she says that she's going to have to spend $1,000 on infusion therapy for a cat with diabetes. And I'm like, I would have been like kissing that cat goodbye. And I sound cruel saying that, but I just feel like there's a limit to how much I can invest in in my pets and so but the problem is that she always has sick pets and she said that her her doctor had said to her at one point that he was a little concerned because her cats were always sick and thought maybe that she had munchausen by pussy (laughs) i just thought it was a funny thing for a vet to say right it's like her pussy cat gets sick all the time it must be jane doing it and she really she just got a dog now who true to her her, the dog's name is, I think it's named Snoop. Okay. And uh, it's got um, one milky white eye, ears trimmed too short, tail is broken. Um, it's got some issue, uh, some some virological issue that causes it to get sick. I mean, it's got all these things. And this is how the dog was when she chose to adopt it. It's like, that's Jane. You know, she's she's, my mother was that way. She would always find the sick bird, the sick animal, and take care of them, you know, That's until nice. they were well or dead. You know, that seems like a kind of sad way to end that comment. I mean, but, most of them, that's how they're going to end. Well, all of us really. Yeah, well or dead. <laughs> well done and dead. And dead sometimes, yeah. sure.
Oh, so going back to not voting. Okay, yeah. So you don't... <laughs> Honestly... So holding on to my Canadian citizenship. Yeah. Holding on to that passport. Keeps, keeps, you, keeps you unique, and it does. Yeah, it is. Um, it's something to infuriate people if I want to infuriate them. It's Who gets infuriated by... Canadian people. Oh, I think that, you know, if I'm talking about voting or politics oh, or something yeah. like that, oh, I'm saying I lane. can manipulate people right. by using that in a way. <laughs> um, it's something to endear people to me if they are like looking to escape yeah. from the U.S. in, uh, in some uh, ways. Honestly, I, it's funny. I, I, I have to say that I've thought more than once about moving to Canada uh, largely because it's our closest neighbor. The people seem truly decent and and nice. And um, but there's it's definitely so some garbage people there. It's so cold. No, it's, there's garbage people everywhere yeah. for sure. I I know that too. Um, but I, I I I may have left for a little while if I had been a Canadian citizen. Yeah. You know, just to just to escape just the noise of what's going on here. Although then you see the truckers lined up you know, at the border, and yep. you're like, okay, well, maybe they're not yeah. immune to the same kind of uh, of goofiness that we are. Yeah. Hey, it's me. I'm Nick. Thanks for listening. I'm no better or worse than anyone because of what it says on my birth certificate. We can discuss generalizations like Canadians are typically nice or Greeks have a habit of being handsome, but usually that's just shorthand for putting a bunch of very diverse people in a particular box. And when you deny people their individuality by putting them all in one box, you're missing out on so much. Have a great day.